Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the videocast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. I'm currently in Trinidad and Tobago, and unfortunately, the Wi-Fi is not very strong. I'm in, you know, I'm in an island, so what can you do? And actually, our guest today is on an island too. The world in New Zealand, in the beautiful city, beautiful city of Auckland. And I have the pleasure of interviewing Tommy about his website, The Wandering Walker. And um, he writes about the, um, you know, his travels around the world. Uh, he's been traveling for the last few years. And uh, we're going to find out about him, uh, Tommy, his travels, about his travel blog, about some of the ways he makes money online, and uh, much more. So stand by, and we'll uh, ask Tommy. So firstly, Tommy, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Hey, Ricky. Yeah, all right, about myself. Uh, where do I start? Um, I'm, if everyone's listening, my accent might be a little bit challenging to understand, but I'm from the northeast of England. Um, I've been traveling on the road consistently for five years. So I left England about five years ago, um, regularly for about six years. Um, yeah, I'm a freelance travel writer. Um, I do a lot of work with social media marketing online. I do the odd radio show back home in my local radio station through the BBC. Uh, work in conservation as well. Currently in New Zealand, just on a week's road trip around New Zealand, going to do another one soon. Um, Travelled Asia, Europe, Latin America. Um, I lived in Australia, lived in New Zealand, obviously. And uh, yeah, for me, um, just getting started, really. Done a lot of travelling, but I've got a lot more to go. Sounds good. I, I had a chance to look at your website before the interview started, and uh, you know you have uh, some phenomenal stories. Uh, so, out of all the places you've been to, favorite places, cities, countries, and destinations? Oh, I mean, when I first traveled Southeast Asia, that was like the eye opener. So, you, you know, that sort of sticks in my memory quite a lot because it was sort of the first. It was the first door that opened me to this sort of travel path. Um, and then just for that, I feel comfortable in Thailand. And I know Thailand's very touristy now and things like that, but just as a destination away from where I've lived, Thailand just seems to feel, you know, one of my favorites in that respect. In other parts of Asia, I love the Philippines. I think it's a beautiful, uh, beautiful country. Lots of islands and mountains and the culture's gorgeous. And um yeah, so they're two of my countries that stick out. I mean, it just it really depends, Ricky, to be honest, because um, depends on what you're getting out of it. If you want for the, if you go for the food, if you go for the hiking, the scuba diving, the people, whatever. So, I guess in Asia, Thailand and Philippines, South America, I would probably go Colombia and Ecuador. Ecuador purely because of the Galapagos Islands and just so much things in the water you can scuba dive with and um, lots of free uh, roaming wildlife. So, yeah, I mean, look, numerous places that are, are favourites, but, um, yeah, I've been to, been to just not, not too many, only 40, 50 countries, but um, should be uh, adding some more favourite places to that to them list soon, so. Sounds good, Tommy. Uh, we're actually heading uh, to Colombia, Ecuador, Peru, Chile in a few days. Uh, from Trinidad, we're flying over to uh, Panama. Then we got a transfer and then heading over to Colombia. So looking forward uh, to Colombia 
Ecuador, and I'm glad it was one of your favorite. Um, I mean, obviously there are struggles as well and challenges. It's not always uh, like you see on social media with the uh, beautiful beaches, uh, posing with the monuments. Sometimes you struggle. So tell us some of the valleys you've gone through during your years of traveling. Well, the challenges, um, I guess, just obviously culture shocks is the main thing. You know, in some countries, um, you know, they're not, every country is uh, different, you know. So obviously, depending where you come from, certain laws, regulations and cultures can be very different to what you're used to. Things can be a little looser. Um, so I just think, you know, that aspect is very dependent on where you are. Um, you know, if I'm going to go into more specific things, you know, the actual physical traveling of things, I think, is one of the hardest. You know, if you're doing like an overnight bus journey, a 28 hour bus journey from Venezuela to Colombia or something like that. I mean, you've got to have a lot of patience to deal with that, you know, and people obviously with the, the influx of social media nowadays, people just see the pretty photos, but no one really takes into the account how you got there. You know, um, so the traveling, I think, I think the culture, I mean, you know, it depends obviously where you go as well. The language, you know, if you, again, if you're in South America now, so well, you're in that part of the world, you're in Caribbean area, but Latin South America, you know, obviously they speak Spanish. So that's a challenge, you know, because some countries, you know, relentlessly and, and uh, speak Spanish. They don't probably speak as much English as you'd like them to. Uh, in Brazil, for example, it's Portuguese and not a lot of people speak English there. It didn't seem to when I was there. So it can be difficult, you know, the language barrier. Um, yeah, I mean, and obviously there's other things, managing your money and things like that. That's That can also be, you know, the finance side of it can also be a bit of a challenge. If you really want to go on an excursion and, you know, sometimes you have to pay the money. Um, if you want to keep on a budget and you want to see more places, then you have to keep on a budget. Uh, you have to keep, you know, your money um, tight and you've got to spend it on the things that you want and not just throw it on anything. Cause if you're on vacation or holiday, you know, so I mean, traveling long-term backpacking or traveling on a budget, these are all sort of, you know, forms of travel that it can, you know, obviously provides lots of challenges. So yeah, I mean, there's been, there's been plenty. It hasn't been all smooth sailing. It might look like that on, on social media, but any long-term traveler, any travel pioneer or, tra or travel fanatic will tell you that, you know, you travel long-term or frequently. There's obviously, there's always ups and downs in between. So, um, so yeah, but that's, that's good. I mean, the, the ups and downs, they balance each other out. So, you know, if something's challenging, once you overcome that, it's very, very satisfactory to get over that, you know, and, and the end point of what you're aiming for just feels better. You know, if you're hiking through a five-day trek in Colombia and it's you're getting bit by mosquitoes or, you know, it's a, it's a steep, the steep, um, you know, climbs and things like that and it's hot and you're tired. But when you get to the end of it, there's, you know, that sense of achievement is better than, it's like waking up to Christmas Day, you know, it's just a, it's a beautiful sense. So that's, that's why, you know, it's worth it. The challenges are worth it. I definitely agree with you. You know, um, uh, like uh, you said, with anyone who's a seasoned traveler, 
has the difficult difficulties, but you press through, and it is all worth it in the end uh, because you usually remember the good stuff, and the bad stuff is actually great stories. And I have so many great stories to tell from the difficult times. Uh, I'll tell a quick one. Here in Trinidad and Tobago, we arrived uh, in Trinidad and Port of Spain, and they wouldn't let us in because we didn't have an onward ticket. Uh, oh so we had immigration, and they said they said basically uh, you can't enter unless you have a way to get back. And we're like, well, we're not sure when we're leaving. So what happened is we ended up renting a ticket. Uh, you can go to flyonward.com. You can rent a ticket for only 10 US dollars. And uh, we, we paid online. And uh, we were basically able to show them that we had a ticket uh, out of um, Trinidad. And uh, they let us through. <laughs> and it only cost me 10 bucks. So that's a little travel hack for the people listening and watching. That's amazing. Do you have any uh, stories, uh, bad experiences uh, from your travels, Tommy? Whoa. Where do I start, Ricky? Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, it just depends on how on how deep you want me to go with it. Um, I mean, just share the most difficult thing. It's always good to share the Whoa. deepest, darkest struggle. <laughs> darkest. I mean, no, I don't. <laughs> Well, you know, not to try and get too sort of, you know, um, you know, down, but, you know, I witnessed a guy, you know, being killed on full moon party, sort of, you know, that was quite, that was quite of a, a somber an experience for sure in Thailand. Um, that was quite intense. It was, he was caught in a crossfire about four or five years ago, a crossfire from some local gangs with guns. That was pretty intense just to even witness it and deal with it. Other things, more sort of uh, amicable, th amicable things is like me falling or slipping down a waterfall in Thailand too. Um, I've had the sort of standard motorbike crashes everyone does in Koh Panyang in Thailand. Um, in, uh, let's have a look. I mean... In Brazil, just for example, when I flew to Brazil uh, about three years ago to start my South America trip, um, I got a flight from Melbourne to Brazil. But rather than going over to the Americas, I went over the Middle East, over Africa and part of the Southern Europe, over uh, South America that way. Now, I took two flights. One flight was 14 hours to Qatar, and then I had a two-hour stopover. And then it was another 13 hours to Sao Paulo. Then I had to wait two or three hours and get a flight to Rio. So by the time I got into Rio de Janeiro, it was at night, on a Friday night. And I'd booked my accommodation, you know, randomly right next to some favelas, which was, um, I didn't realize it, obviously, when I booked it at the time. But when I arrived, it was kind of sketchy, you know, and just, just being in the air for 30 hours and door to door, 38, 39 hours was just them moments, just like, oh my God, they, you just, <laughs> you're kind of helpless, really. They kind of like, you know, they are a bit sketchy moments, but, you know, these are sort of some incidents that have happened. And, um, you know, traveling's not meant to be easy, Ricky. It's not meant to be easy. Everyone's, if it, you know, sometimes you see people, all these Instagram in, influencers and, you know, these, some of the, some bloggers as well, you know, obviously post everything like it's rise and shine and things like that. But I think, you know, you, you know, Long-term travelers, you know, and frequent travelers will tell you that traveling isn't meant to be easy. And that's part of it. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's what you learn. That's what you deal with. That's what you get on with. And 
you know, you're putting yourself in an envi- in environments that, you know, not the everyday person does. You know, like we we talked about, you know, off off air, we talked about sort of how the everyone's sort of the travel market is so saturated. But you know, in comparison to the rest of the world, you know, the, most people in the world don't travel. You know, so like in 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 you know, in comparison to sort of um, long term travelers or bloggers, so. You know, um, most people will tell you anyway, long-term travelers will tell you that it's, you know, the hardships are, that's meant to be like that, you know. You, you know, you don't get, things aren't as satisfactory unless bad things happen, unfortunately. But just the way life is and the way it is traveling long-term, so, yeah. I just remember drunk people. I didn't uh, pretty or killing. Hey, about getting killed when you're in the full moon party. I've been to full moon party, uh, but before I got married, <laughs> and um, <laughs> I, I was lucky when I was in Taiwan. Uh, one of my worst things. I was in East Timor. I r- rented a motorbike, driving along, trying to get to my guest house before dark. And all of my motorbike, a goat ran. Uh, unfortunately, I uh, off my motorbike, and I luckily I had a helmet. But I have scars all over my body. Um, and if you're listening, uh, make sure you check out the YouTube video, but I'll show you some of the scars. So, like over there, road rash right there. I actually can show you uh, my arm, um, you know, like over here. It's all uh, scratched up. So, unfortunately, um, you know, uh, um, the goat didn't survive, but I did. Uh, you know, and it's definitely a story to tell. Uh, people call me Goat Boy, and, uh, you know, oh, like, yeah? uh, I, have the scar- I have the scars to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> isn't isn't there a, isn't there a couple of bloggers called goats on the road or goats on the street or something? I don't know. I've I've, I've heard of these guys. So maybe you should, uh, you know, have a chat with them. You know what I mean? Do a collaboration. Seeing as you're the goat guy, goat goat guy on the road with or goats goat goats guys on the road or something. I don't know. You can figure out an alias or a name. But cool, man. That's an interesting. There you story. go. I got I got to invite them onto the show. Uh, you mentioned, uh, you know. Uh, I, I mentioned your blog at the beginning. It's called the Wandering Walker, and I, I know it's a little bit of a play on words, uh, having wandering like walk. Also, um, your which is Walker. Uh, so tell us about the blog. When did you start it, and uh, what are the topics that you write about on the blog? Yeah, well, in comparison to you know most known travel people, um, or travel travelers or world travelers, I don't really. I mean, I have a blog, and the Wandering Walker is an alias that just sort of, I guess it fits, doesn't it? Because a lot of people don't ask me, you know, a lot of people ask me, like, is Walker your last name? And I'm like, yeah, it's quite a common name in England or the UK. So that the name was quite easy to choose from. The blog itself, um, you know, I do try and make it as informative and as factual as possible. Sometimes there's, you know, there's informative pieces about how to get uh, working holiday visas in New Zealand and then there's other bits about sort of like um, you know things about being a solo traveler um sort of uh, and dealing with romance you know so there's 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 a bits of everything on it really um I don't unfortunately have uh, enough time to focus on it as much as I'd like to because uh, all the freelancing work sort of takes up my my main time on my computer so um, I would like to sort of do a little bit more on my blog um, and get some more posts out there. But I've been blogging for about four years. I mean, I've done, I done like an amateur blog. Um, 
about two or three years ago when it was just like a dear diary sort of one. It was just to record things down and just just to get something like online. This blog is sort of it's more of a it's more of a, a sort of a site where you can see my freelancing work. You can see the Facebook groups that I admin. You can listen to the radio shows that I I, I, I um, speak on. Um, so it's more of a, a show. It's showcasing what I'm doing basically, you know. But um, I would like to do a little bit more on the, on the actual blogging article side, um, especially when I've travelled to a, a place in recent years. You're probably more likely to see some of that stuff rather than the the places I've travelled to years ago. Because um, yeah, I guess it's just down to time, really. So yeah, thewanderingwalker.com. Check it out, or check me out on Facebook too. That's that's Facebook, and it's kind of more prevalent and sort of more um there's more of a focus on the facebook page and the facebook pages that i've got with uh which are sort of linked through me the wandering walker <laughs> i love it and i know something walker i have a good friend in vancouver bc canada where i'm from his name is warren walker so shout out to him he blood in him and that's why he has the same last name as you you and so uh, a lot of people in England might have that name as well. Uh, so sure. tell us about uh, some of the ways that you're able to make money online, travels to keep that so that you don't have to return. Yeah, well, I mean, um, the majority of work I do is freelance travel writing. I just work with several different companies, um, you know. And write content for them you know the odd few publications as well i'll reach out to and, and sort of do an article for a news site or a newspaper that also makes me some money but the majority is is by um just writing travel articles a lot ricky to be honest whether it's content writing whether it's guides um you know whether it's news articles uh whether it's sponsored posts you know i do them as well so that's the main focus also a secondary sort of um, income of me is because I have um, quite a good exposure with Facebook groups that I've all created and uh, by myself, um, so um, I, do, I do sort of. I've got a big exposure with the marketing groups, and I can sort of do some mini advertising as long as it as, as long as it's sort of um, as long as it's sort of beneficial to the members, basically. So hostels, tour companies, insurance, things like that. As for the freelancing companies I work with, I mean, look, I've worked with people like Intrepid Travel, Top Deck, Hostel World. These are the ones that I'm just trying to think of the top of my head that people might know about. Matador Network, Cheap Flights, um, News.com.au, uh, New Zealand Herald, Newspapers in England. Um, so, you know, companies like this that are sort of well-known in the travel industry. So, yeah, just freelancing, to be honest. And there's some, there's, there's some companies that you can try and reach out to as well, if you like. Congratulations. Uh, you know, if you check out Tommy's website, he actually lists uh, a lot of the different uh, companies he's worked with. So if you want to maybe try pitching them as well, uh, you can steal them off Tommy's site. <laughs> so, Tommy, uh, what advice would you give to someone who's just starting? I mean, you've been blogging for a while now. Uh, if there's mm. someone watching or listening and what advice would you give them I think first and foremost is that obviously like whoever if you're starting to get into being a travel writer as of today or right now 
you have to realise that it's a difficult game to get into every day because of, because the, the social media has really um, eliminated sort of the travel industry within the last four years. So getting in a few years ago was probably a lot easier than it is now because you've got so many people doing different things, whether it's vloggers or writers or, you know, people just doing so many different things in photography, you know, things like that. So first and foremost, you've got to make sure, you've got to obviously be aware of that. Be aware that, you know, not to daunt, not to be too daunting, but it is a tough um, game to get into. But if you love travel and if you're going to travel a lot and you aim to travel a lot, then it won't become as daunting as that might sound, you know. If you travel as much as possible and then just, you know, maybe start blogging about it just for your friends and family and then build it up and then maybe get, you know, um, you know, reach out to a publication, build up a little small uh, list of a, of a portfolio for yourself um, and then just work from there, really. And if, like I said, if you're constantly traveling or you aim to constantly traveling, it won't feel like work, but first and foremost, just be aware of, of the, the industry a little bit. And but just just travel. I mean, that's the main thing. Just travel, and then and then just work with it at the same time. And if it's a natural uh, interest to you, it'll just grow automatically. It won't feel like work. It won't feel like a, a you know a hard slog. It'll just it'll just automatically and organically grow. So awesome, man. You know you've done a great job uh, building up your blog, your social media. Um, uh, I think I read you have like over 150,000 followers across your social media. So, so uh, my, my next question for you, Tommy, is, is about uh, you've done a lot of tra travel around already. Uh, you mentioned some of your, uh, but what items do you still have to go in the world? Uh, uh, oh, I mean, in terms of experiences and things I want to sort of achieve, I mean, the Middle East and Africa are very, very big on my bucket list. I'm not really into bucket list sort of things, to be honest. Like, bucket list items aren't really my thing. It's more about, I'm more into experiences and bucket lists. But if, you, if you're talking about something that I really want to, I really want to see and really want to experience, and, and the, the Middle East and Africa, just to travel as much as there for as long as possible, planning on beginning that, uh, adventure next the end of next year for hopefully two to three years as long as I'm getting obviously I'm working for myself and I'm getting enough work then I can sort of support myself as I do that but yeah I think Africa the Middle East that's definitely up on my list there's obviously other destinations I want to go to too but yeah Tommy, um, so to end off, get to know you, some of our viewers and uh, viewers, they might want to follow you online. Uh, they might want to, you know, pick your brain. Uh, so what are uh, your website and what is your social media channels and platforms by which they can connect with you, Tommy? 
Sure. Okay. So, guys, uh, if you are listening and you are interested in have a chat with me, by all means, I'm open to anyone to have a chat. You know, whether it's starting up, traveling, just, or if you just want to start a blog, or if you just want to work within social media or gain followers, or you know, just want some advice about places. You know, and just how sort of how to look at things. Um, the Wandering Walker on Facebook. You can look at me. I'm always online, um, given what work I have to do. So you can, you know, like that page if you like. Send me an inbox. You can go on my website www.thewanderingwalker.com Instagram is The Wandering Walker um, and if you want to follow me on Twitter it's Wandering Walker but the last E is a 3 so W-A-N-D-E-R-I-N-G W-A-L-K 3-R um, Hit me up also I've got uh, Facebook groups as Ricky mentioned um, I've got uh, South uh, Spaced East Spaced Asia Spaced Backpacking uh, I've got backpack in South America, um, so there's lots of groups out there. Anything that has backpacking, uh, backpacking in it solely, um, is is more than likely going to be one of the groups I admin. So, uh, but you can find all them on my website under the um, under the group section on uh, the wonderingwalker.com. And yeah, seriously, anyone, reach out. Let's have a chat, and um, maybe we can. Uh, do well go on google hangouts like we are right now with me and ricky so open to uh have a chat with anyone really yeah it's been a great uh, google hangout interview with you i apologize for the bad internet everyone when you're doing uh life as a nomad sometimes you don't have the best internet and uh you know yeah. in the next few years i hope they solve the problem uh because it's Especially when you're on the island or the third world, internet is a struggle. And yeah. I was challenged uh, on the road. Uh, so, Tommy, um, yeah, you know, time in New Zealand and beyond. Check out uh, Tommy's website, uh, .com. make sure Facebook groups, and just quite a few of them, and uh, really um, great advice and tips about traveling and backpacking around the world in specific regions as well. And uh, make sure you follow the Wandering Walker on Facebook, uh, Twitter. Instagram and much more. Uh, so thanks everyone for tuning in. Thanks for your time today, uh, Tommy. Thanks, man. Thanks, Ricky. Uh, we'll we'll see you. On, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, we'll see you on the next episode, the podcast and the video cast, where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world.